Hello, hello, hello. The time now is around about 8.38. I am, this is my first episode for January 2021. And tonight I am going to be talking about the changes with um, COVID-19 dealing with childcare in the childcare industry. And so this is my first episode for this year, which is January the 12th. And so I am doing this on tonight. I actually found an article in the Canada Care, uh, childcarecanada.org. I'm sorry, childcarecanada.org. There was an article there. The author name was Jesharan Conner. Saucy's a kitchener today. Format his article. It was published January the 9th, 2021. Okay. And so um, it was the topic is on opening an uh, open letter highlighting no recognitions for early childhood educators. All right. And so that's what I'm going to be talking about on tonight. Um, again, the title of it is open letter highlighting no recognitions for early childhood educators. An open letter is calling on Premier Doug Ford and Education Minister Stephen Lease to recognize the hard work of early childhood educators and the low wages they receive. Cara Falak, the executive director at the Oak Park Cooperative Children's Centre in London, Ontario, says workers have been kept in the dark even though they are deemed as essential services. We we receive no recognition for our work, no extra pay increase, and it's like we have been working in the shadows doing all this hard work with no recognitions from the Ford government. Though she does acknowledge the government has provided extra fund for PPE and other essential materials, there has been no pay increase. And even with workers going back to work two months earlier than teachers, this is what she said. My staff are wearing a mask and a face shield while providing quality care to children. So I really put my hats off to them. They have been working hard and they have not been complaining and it's definitely taking a toll on them. Phalanx says, since the start of the pandemic, going to work under COVID-19 measures has been weighing down on her staff. I do say he has provided some funding to the organization in themselves. We have gotten funding for PPE, extra materials, which is excellent. I appreciate that. However, the workers themselves have been completely left in the dark. Philak said it's insulting that workers are expected to work with multiple news health guidelines all while putting their own health at risk with no additional monetary compensations. She goes on to say most of the workers are women who don't make much more than minimum wage but are deemed essential during these tough times. Falak is asking that in 2021, it will be a a professional priority to improve working conditions, public perceptions, and wages of early childhood educators in Otero. That's in Canada, okay? And so... I wanted to bring up this um, article on tonight. You can find it at childcarecanada.org. Again, the author is Jess Karen Kooner, Source Kitchen Today, format an article. It was published January the 9th, 2021. And the reason why I'm talking about this on tonight is because I had found another article stating that Hispanics 
And African-American women are the main ones that work in this industry. And they are also low paid for the work that they do. So again, here we have open letter highlighting no recognitions for early childhood educators. Um, again, sounding the alarm on this again. No recognition of the early childhood educators. My only question is, is I don't understand why not. Again, our children are the future, as I always state when I come on here and do my podcast. Somehow, some way, we're going to have to really get attention to the media and different things so that they can hear our voices as being in the childcare industry for 24 years, um, being a home, uh, having a home childcare facility at, in my home for 15 years. And so um, I've decided that I wanted to do this podcast to try to help the childcare industry, the workers, everybody that's been underlooked, underpaid and overlooked, as I can say. Um, it is not good. It's not uh, professional at all. With all the stipulations that they put in childcare, you uh, having wanting you to be educated, wanting you to have this, wanting you to have that, and no recognition for the hard work that they put in for these children to grow up to be the best that they can be. And so on tonight, the workers in Canada, the um, owners that actually own this, own, this lady here owns a center. She's basically saying that her workers have been working under pressure, no recognitions, no regards for them putting their own health at risk with providing service to these children. And so I wanted to do this article on tonight because, again, in this industry, it is mostly African-American, African-American women and Latino women that's working with these children that are being overworked, underlooked and overlooked. They're just not recognized like they should be. I've noticed that with the media, everybody's been recognized except for the educators, the early childhood educators. I've ran even into some teachers um, for the last uh, couple of days talking to them as well as about them not being appreciated as well. So we basically have a crisis also with COVID-19 going on with the way that they treat teachers as well as the early educators childhood educators as well. So I am going to be their spokesman. This is the reason why I have this podcast. This is the reason why I'm bringing up these articles and talking about the changes that have hit the childcare industry. And most of all, there will be no industry if you have no workers. And so I hope and I'm praying that this nation comes to their senses, that this nation comes to what it needs to know and know that our children are the future. They are our future leaders. They should not be overlooked. The workers in that field should not be overworked, uh, taken for granted, taken advantage of during a time like this. And as you know, I told you before, the COVID-19 has definitely devastated the child care industry so much. 40% of it has really been destroyed. It has. And I'm going to look for an article next week. On uh, California, I came across an article last week with California about how many childcare uh, facilities had closed. It was over a thousand of them, and some of them have closed permanently. Where in the world are all these children going to go once they get back to work? Once this everybody's been vaccinated and people are going to go back to work, and so it's really going to have the children kind of disoriented. Uh, 
you know, them not feeling like themselves. Uh, some of them are actually basically being at home, closed in. They may go outside, but it's not on a regular. It's not where they're interacting with other children. And so hopefully things will get back to normal pretty much soon once this, this vaccination is going out now. But at the end of the day, that's the reason why I wrote eight steps to opening a drop-in childcare. Why? Because the service is definitely going to be needed. It is going to be a high demand because some of these mothers may not be going back to work and they're going to need some time. If it's only a couple of hours to go to the gym and work out, if it's only a couple of hours to go to the doctor and take care of doctor's appointments or want to grocery shop and not take the kids, having a peace of mind, being away from home as well. So eight steps to open a drop-in childcare is the reason why I wrote that as well. But my passion is children, and this is the reason why I'm doing this podcast, to really let them know just how much the childcare industry has been damaged, and the childcare industry was a little bit in trouble before this even happened, but now it's even worse because people are going to be going back to work. People are going to be going back to work, and they're going to have to need some type of childcare. So you can uh, check out my uh, ebook, Eight Steps to Open a Drop-In Childcare on Amazon. I posted it there and um, I have it on a couple of other platforms, but I just want to keep bringing up these articles and letting people actually know what's happening with the childcare industry. Because again, it's nothing being said on the news about the workers, none of that. And the parents wouldn't even be able to go to work if it was not for the childcare workers and the childcare center owners. They would not be able to go back to work. So let's recognize who we need to recognize and stop overlooking these childcare workers, childcare owners, all of them, because without them, there would be no careers. There would be no way for these parents and these working adults to go back to work without the childcare. So nation, we need to wake up and recognize who's the heart and the brick of this nation because without childcare, this nation cannot run without it. So you cannot run without the workers. You cannot work, run without the substitute workers, the bus drivers, all of them that's in the childcare industry that's making it happen for these children and for them being able to have somewhere to go after school and all of that. Where some of the childcare facilities from some of the articles I've been reading have basically taken in school-agers. Why? Because the parents don't have anyone to watch them while they go to work. And some of them don't want to leave them home. So they're having to turn their daycare into almost like a small school. And so if you go back and listen to my podcast where I was talking about what Joe Biden, which Joe Biden elect is going to be inaugurated and uh, inducted on the 20th of January installed. So therefore, I gave you the plan on what he said he would do for the childcare industry, that he really wanted the business to be in the homes and let the homes turn into centers. In the homes, let centers be in the homes. So hopefully with him becoming the president now, maybe this, what he has will be pushed to the fullest and that it will begin to make uh, dreams happen for other childcare providers that do want to open a center in their residence. So with that being said, I wanted to share this with you on tonight. You can go to childcarecanada.org and check out this um, article that I have discussed it on tonight. I will be back on Thursday. At seven, I will be only coming on on Tuesdays at seven from now on, but I will come back on Thursday at seven o'clock p.m. sharp and not eight thirty eight. 
I got on late tonight, but anyway, I'm still here because I needed to do this broadcast. But I will be back on Thursday, 7 o'clock sharp, talking about how COVID-19 has definitely devastated the child care industry. Thank you for your time on tonight. Please share my podcast. Um, you can find me on Google, um, Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. And you can go here and listen to what I'm saying about how COVID-19 COVID-19 has basically changed the childcare industry. Thank you for your time tonight. God bless and thanks for listening.